and welcome to Empowering Your Destiny with Dr. Carol Ann Abbott. This week's episode is about rejoicing in a new beginning. Enjoy! Welcome! Praise God. So good to be with you today. I have a interesting message for you today. Um, and I have to give it a little introduction in case you're not familiar with with some of our um, with some of the history, spiritual history that we have. So when God set up his calendar, he made each month a new beginning. So it's like having 12 seasons instead of four seasons. So unfortunately, um, the Emperor Constantine changed the calendar which God did not authorize, (laughs) because he saw that God's people, he saw the Christians and the Jewish people prospering in accordance with their calendar because their feasts when they worshiped God. And so when Constantine made the calendar, he took away all those feasts, which is one, there was always a celebration at the first day of every month, kind of an expression of first fruits, of giving God the first day. And so it was called Rosh Kadesh, which means head of the month. And then he, uh, Constantine also took away Passover, Pentecost, and the Feast of Trumpets, Feast of Tabernacles, all the Lord's feasts. It's interesting. Do you know what Constantine did when he did away with the, the head of the year celebration, or the head of the month celebration to the Lord? Instead of the first day being what we call Rosh Kadesh, that God said to to celebrate, Constantine said, no, now it's Emperor's Day to worship me. So you may not know this, but day one on the Roman calendar was always set up to be Emperor's Day, to worship him instead of the Lord. So anyway, um, what, what you may not know is that early Christians kept the feast. The, the the Jewish people that were Christians celebrated them, and then the Gentiles who became Christians celebrated them, and together they were one new man. Together they celebrated the things of God. So all that changed when Christian when um Constantine changed the calendar to what we know now, or to what he, he set up then. So anyway, what I want to talk to you about today is the new month that we've just entered into on the Lord's calendar. And so it's this month of Keslev, and we're in the beginning of November right now. The This new month began the evening of November 4th, and it goes to December 4th of 2021. So what's, what's fun about this is that we can learn what are some signposts, what are some prophetic um, signs that we can actually tell what is on God's heart this month. What was he thinking when he created this month? So for each month, there's a tribe, a body part, an alphabet letter, um, about six different characteristics that can tell us some things um, about what God is thinking about. We're also going to talk about, is there any feast this month? So I just want to get right into it because it's really quite an interesting month. Um, It always starts usually in November and crosses over into December. Um, It started on November 4th. And I I want to 
just give some credit that, um, oh, some of the information I just gave you was by the author Mark Blitz on Decoding the Prophet Jeremiah, the, um, the book Decoding the Prophet Jeremiah. Uh, Mark, I'm sorry, not, it's Biltz, B-I-L-T-Z. And he's the one that gave some of that information. Um, I, I've known a lot of this, but he gave some updated facts, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then Chuck Pierce um, from Glory of Zion, he also does a, has done a lot of research on the months. They have these first fruit celebrations at the beginning of each month. We do at our church as well. And so... Um, with that in mind, some of my notes reflect what, what uh, he has taught. So, first of all, let's talk about is there a feast during this month? And there is. Now, it's not what we call one of the major feasts of the Lord, like Passover and Pentecost and, and Feast of Tabernacles, but it's a minor one. In fact, there's two what we call minor holidays. And one is Purim, which celebrates the Book of Esther. The other one is Hanukkah, which has to do with the Maccabees. It has to do um, with the celebration of the miracle-working power of God. And Hanukkah this year in 2021, it begins on the Sunday right after Thanksgiving. Okay, and it goes for, it goes till December 6th. So Hanukkah is on the right at the end of Thanksgiving weekend. Um, and the message of Hanukkah is that, I think you're going to love this. Are you ready? In the midst of destruction, there is mercy. See, the issue with Hanukkah was the light never went out. I think that's something we all need to remember right now. The lights have not all gone out. <laughs> Seems like they're flickering a little bit. But you see, God will always find a way to impart mercy to you. No matter what aspect of destruction you're dealing with, whether it's external or internal or physical or spiritual, God has a way to impart mercy to build your future. His grace is sufficient and his love is everlasting. Amen? Amen. So Hanukkah is basically, it's a celebration of supernatural miracles and of provision. It's also the celebration of supernatural light. When the menorah should have gone out because it did not have any oil left in it, it kept burning for another seven days. So this reminds us that, I mean, Hanukkah is really a beautiful celebration for Christians because we remember that Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. Jesus is our supernatural light and he never goes out. Amen. So it's a really spiritually enriching uh, time to celebrate. We're acknowledging God. We're thanking him for his miracles. We're remembering miracles of the past. Amen. And it's beautiful because it will start right after Thanksgiving It'll go through the beginning of December, and it'll just take us right into the celebration of, of our Lord Jesus Christ and his birth. So it's very simple to celebrate. Um, basically, um, let me just share with you a, a few things. Um, the one thing that you'll need is a Hanukkah. Okay, this here is a Hanukkah. It's not a menorah. 
it's a little bit different. It has a different uh, number of spots for the, for the candles, okay? So, and then you need some Hanukkah candles. So the candles, and there's 45 candles in the box because what you're going to do is start adding one each night and keep loading it up till at the end you have um, the nine candles across the top. One of my favorite things that I love about Hanukkah and this Hanukkah is that this top candle here, there's actually eight days, but there's nine stems here. This one here is the servant candle. The servant candle is the one each night that lights the other candles. And who does the servant candle remind you of? Jesus, who came as a servant. He came as the light of the world, and he lights each one just like he should he lights up each one of us with his holy spirit amen so all you need to do is go like to bed bath and beyond or meyer there's lots of stores like that that have hanukkah displays and if they have a hanukkah display that it will be a hanukkah so you don't have to worry if you're getting the wrong thing um, however, if you go to like a, a Jewish temple, then you would want to ask for a Hanukkah instead of a menorah. So anyway, um, this is what you need to do is just get a Hanukkah to celebrate this holiday. You don't have to. It's not a sin if you don't, um, but it's something that's really spiritually enriching. You want to get your candles and then... Um, if you're a part of our congregation, we're going to be handing out the prayers that you need to know on the weekend of Thanksgiving. Um, but for those of you that are at home, all you have to do is go online and write in Hanukkah, Google Hanukkah prayers. Mm -hmm. And there's one for the first night, a set, and then there's one for the other nights. They're very short. They're not long, but they honor the creator of the universe. So it's a great way to just take a quiet moment each night with the family, light your candles, say a prayer, remember what you're thankful of, mm -hmm. and just thank God for the provision he gives us every day. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So let's see what else we want to share. Um, so between now and Thanksgiving, um, all you need is your Hanukkah, some candles, and then Google the prayers and or contact us by um, on our website at glorypointministries.org and we'd be happy to help you as well. So the Hebraic letter for this month is Samek. And Samek is like a circle, but then it goes right over the top and goes out. And this month is about coming full circle. Is this what we have left or how much down? That's how much is left. Praise God. Okay. So this letter, Semek, it represents, you know, the Hebraic letters are like um, pictograms. So it's a picture of coming full circle. And what it means is it's a s symbolic of trust mm. and support and about coming full circle this month in things. So you might jot down, Lord, what am I trying to come full circle in and maybe complete or finish? Um, something you could pray this month is for 
the right things to be connected in your life for the, and for the right and good things to come full circle. Another uh, concept to, to meditate on or pray about is our trust and support in the Lord and entering into his rest. Mm-hmm. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29 is a great scripture you can meditate on this month. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Mm. Amen. Amen. So this is a great time to cultivate grateful hearts, to um, try to be peaceful and to enter into his rest and trust the Lord, even though you may not know the outcome or how to get through something, but trusting him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is another great scripture too. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I know that can be hard sometimes. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Let me say that one more time. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. So, can you take, the, um, can you take your trust in the Lord to the next level this month? So that's the challenge. You've been trying to trust the Lord. Now find some specific areas where, Lord, I really want to surrender this to you at another level. And it's just practicing, practicing trusting him Mm -hmm. and not getting caught up in our own understanding, Mm -hmm. our own worry, and how am I going to fix this? How am I going to control that? You don't have to. We can just turn it over to the Lord. So this is the, the month to deal with some trust issues, whether it's relationships or the Lord himself. So this month, what you can do is ask the Holy Spirit to examine your heart and to reveal if there's any motives um, that are questionable um, during, even during this month each year, this is a good reflection to do. And what happens is this will help us to break up any old patterns of mistrust that are hindering our relationships, Mm -hmm. hindering our walk with the Lord. Otherwise, can you see how if we're trying to walk with the Lord, but we're not fully trusting him, then it can kind of hinder some things. It can get us in some messes when we're just set on trusting ourselves and not letting anybody else in. Amen? Amen. So this is where we need to rely on the Holy Spirit to help us as well. So this month, practice taking your trust in the Lord to the next level. Amen. Amen. So the other thing you want to know about, you know, it's, it's, I always enjoy studying the months because it's kind of like being part of the tribes of Issachar is trying to learn what was on God's mind with the months and then begin to understand God's timing and things begin to understand the times and the seasons. So these are great prophetic markers. So the tribe for this month is the tribe of Benjamin. And as you remember, Benjamin was the youngest of Jacob's sons. 
His mother was Rachel, and Rachel died giving birth to him. So she named him Benoni, which means son of my sorrows. And Jacob thought, mm, I don't think that's good for this kid to be having this son of my sorrows name. So he changed it to Benjamin, which means son of the right hand. So that's a more honorable name. Um, interesting fact, Benjamin alone of the sons of Jacob was the only one born in the promised land. The only one. Oh. So Benjamin <clears throat> is very symbolic of Israel and, and also of the land. Um, a couple famous people from the tribe of Benjamin was Mordecai, who was um, Esther's cousin in the book of Esther, and Saul of Tarsus, so who became Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, very much of the New Testament, um, and they came from the tribe of Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, my grandfather was Benjamin, and my, I named my son Benjamin, who actually is the only one born here in uh, Indianapolis in Indiana in our promised land. My daughter and I were born in California. My son grew up here with, I mean, my husband grew up in Indiana, but was born in Waterloo, Iowa. So actually my son, Benjamin, is the only one born in our promised land here. So very interesting. So I kind of always identify myself with the tribe of Benjamin. So... Um, Benjamin was very gifted with the, with the, um, art of the bow. And also this month, it's the constellation of Sagittarius. Now God put the constellations in the sky to give us a picture, to, to, to talk to, you know, to show us something. So I'm not talking about horoscopes. That's the, that is Satan's, uh, misinformation and, um, with the horse, don't read horoscopes, but. Sagittarius, which is the archer, just like Benjamin was the archer. So very interesting. We we get the bow and arrow there. And part of what this represents is this is a month to get like a new warfare strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, couple you need to seek the Lord on what he would have you to develop for a warfare strategy. A couple that had come to mind is there's very... Um, powerful decrees that we can make over our lives and our families. For example, if you're struggling with with something that needs to be healed, say, by his stripes, I am healed. Um, Begin to just get into the word and find scriptures that are decrees that you are believing for for your life and your family. Could be finances, could be health, um, could be any number of things. So decrees is one way. There's um, different spiritual warfare prayers. Um, one of my favorite ones is Dr. Cindy Trim um, writes a book. Um, and it's the first of these three books, or they're now all in one book. And there's a spiritual warfare prayer that takes, I think, about 40 or 45 minutes. But it's it's really detailed. Um, so if you're going through a time where you need some... Um, some good, some good, strong warfare, doing that kind of a prayer or something like that is also a good idea. So we just need to seek the Lord and also understand that this is a month of tranquility and peace. Mm-hmm. 
And that even in the midst of warfare, we can still have peace. Mm-hmm. And doing a spiritual warfare prayer or decree, it keeps us on the offensive. We don't need to wait to be in a battle. But we can always be protecting and, and, and releasing, taking authority over our situations. Amen? Amen. So back to Benjamin. Um, this is the month to watch Israel, to pray for Israel. Sometimes Israel changes courses in this in this month. Um, so we want to be praying for Israel and for the land and um, praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen and protection over their borders. Okay, before I run out of time, let me get into one of my favorite parts about this month. Are you ready? So ready. So ready. Oh, wonderful. Dreams and visions. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Okay, so this is the month of dreams and night visions. Uh, sometimes it is just the only way that God can communicate with us. It may take you a moment to get still. You know, sometimes we just can't get still, but we get into our, you know, we go kind of subconscious at night and then. Bam, God can drop some things into our spirit and speak to us. And the Lord can release marvelous revelation to us in the night season. What I would suggest you do is capture it. Don't just think, oh my gosh, that was so prolific. I'm never going to forget that. Well, the thing is you want to document it. You want to write it down. So I've had um, numerous like spiral notebooks like you would use in school those are great. This is my latest one. And what I do is I'll write inside. Sometimes if the Lord is speaking a word to me, I'll I'll put word from the Lord. Um, otherwise, I put a date up at the top. And I'll put over in the right-hand corner who it's about or maybe a theme. So that at any point when those things, I need to look at that again, I can just flip at the top and see a little notation at the top. And see very easily where it is. Um, I haven't gotten fancy with doing an index. I just kind of write it at that top right of the corner. And then start to write down what the dream was. Even if it doesn't make sense. What will happen is when you start capturing them and writing them down. You're saying to God that it's important. Mm -hmm. And as you write it. Sometimes he'll start to give you the meaning of some of the key words or symbols in the dream. So write that, and then after you write anything about the dream, then what I do is I write interpretation, or interp, and I underline it. And then I start writing any other thoughts that Holy Spirit had been giving me while I was writing it on what I, what maybe some of the things mean. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will see a, partic- a particular resource to go look at to find out what that symbology is. Or sometimes I... The Lord puts on my heart to Google a certain topic. And sometimes the dreams have had to do with current events or things going on with famous people that, you know, you can Google and find out information. I have resources on numbers and colors and many different ones. This is my latest favorite one. This one here is the A to Z Dream Symbology Dictionary by Dr. Barbie Breathitt. Okay, can you see her name down there? B-R-E-A-T-H-I-T-T, Barbie Breathitt. And this one has the most amount of, you can see I hardly ever use this with all my little ticky tapes in it and everything. 
And, you know, what I do is I'll underline in my dictionaries and things so that I'll notice, like, if I'm seeing that word for the second or third time and I've already underlined, I'm like, okay, God has a theme that he's speaking to me about. Okay, we've got a few minutes left, so let me keep pressing in here. So there's an awesome prophetic and revelatory anointing flowing this month, and you need to grab a hold of it. So start to write those dreams down. Ask Holy Spirit to give you the interpretation. Right now, Lord, I just impart that anointing for dreams and visions. I plead the blood of Jesus over their minds and over their dreams every time they lay their head on the pillow this month and beyond that. Lord God, I ask you to give them, begin to show them how to write it down. Begin to give them the proper interpretation that you're speaking to them and what action that they're to take, oh God. Lord, I just impart that anointing right now to each one who's listening and watching right now in Jesus' mighty name. Um, the other helpful thing to know is it's this is a good month to review your sleep patterns. If you feel like you need to go to bed earlier, that you're not getting up soon enough. You know, I would imagine if this is clicking with you, the Lord has already been speaking to you about this perhaps. So take that time to figure out what is the best sleeping pattern for you, okay? Also, people with trauma in their life, sometimes God will reveal that in this dream season as well. I've had some of the most prolific dreams um, during this month like colorful, vivid, um, and where God really speaks to you. Um, if you start to have, when you're writing down the dream and you have a flashback of a memory, um, it may be God is revealing that memory to heal that. So if you get a flashback of a memory, write that down with your interpretation area and ask the Lord to show you, Lord, what do I need to know about that? And maybe there was something that happened as a child and you misunderstood and God wants to give you understanding as an adult. If you were hurt, maybe there's somebody you need to forgive. Uh, it could be any number of things, but God wants to do a deep healing in your heart sometimes when he gives you certain dreams. It's to help bring you to a deeper understanding and a level of, of healing because God does not want to see his children hurting but we need to reach out and spend the time to understand what he wants to show us. Amen? Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so, how are we doing? Praise God. Hmm? So, what you need to know is the, the, um, the color for this month is the multicolor rainbow stone. Um, I already said the constellation is, did I say Sagittarius? I hope I said the right one. Sagittarius, the mm -hmm. archer. And then the body part is the belly or the womb. So I just pray right now for anybody who's having stomach issues, for God to heal all the inner parts of your being and organs, your digestive, your, your excretory system. I pray for fertility of your womb if you are trying to have a child right now. I plead the blood of Jesus over any spiritual birthings. Whatever you're carrying of the Lord right now, I plead the blood of Jesus. Right now, I want you to lay your hand on your stomach. And I just want to call forth the rivers of living water to come forth from your innermost being. This is the time to let the river of God flow from your innermost being. 
So right now, Lord, I just speak and I call forth the the river to flow, the river of God to flow, Lord God. From their innermost being, I just stir them up in their gifts. I just activate them in their gifts and their callings right now, Lord God. I pray for this month um, to be filled with tranquility and peace. In Jesus' name, it's the month of tranquility and peace. This is a month to declare of your life experiences to be filled with tranquility and peace. I hear the Lord say that it is time to go deeper. It is time to go deeper in his love. It is time to listen more closely to the sound of his voice. The Lord says that he loves you with an everlasting love. So I just released the blessings of this month of Kislev. And I'm not sure if I said that at the beginning, but Kislev, K-I-S-L-E-V. I release the blessings of Kislev to you right now in the name of Jesus. And if you're listening, you know, this is, if you're not familiar with first fruits, this is a good time to give a first fruit offering to your pastor, to your spiritual covering. And you give it to God, but you put it in their hand for them to bless it back to you and just dedicate this month for God's goodness back to you. You see, when we bless that first day, honor God that first day of the month, give him just something, the first of just some kind of substance that he can bless it back to you and all the other days are blessed because when you give God the first one, he'll bless all the rest. Amen. So it was wonderful to be with you tonight. I just pray blessings over the... um over this month of Kislev, and I just pray for God to rebuke the devourer for your sake and for exponential increase in everything that your hands touch. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.